Um, last week, I, I told you that God invests his authority in certain individuals. Uh, in your spiritual life, uh, your pastor is the spiritual authority over your life. Um, God invests his authority in others. God has put his authority in man. If you have your Bible, go to Ephesians chapter 5. We'll start there today and we'll get into our study this morning. Amen. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5. Go eat popcorn. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. That's how you find it. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5. And beginning in verse um, verse 23. Verse 23. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23. Amen. And it says, and if you look at the context, the context begins with the principle of authority in marriage. Amen. Because it begins in verse 22 by saying, wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. We'll see that again today. As to the Lord means in the same way, right? But oftentimes people have a hard time submitting to God. So how can they submit to, to a husband or a wife if they don't even know how to submit to God, right? And so the context of this passage is in what I call God's divine establishment, which I'll talk about at 10 o'clock. He says, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church. Right? So we see the principle of authority in the marriage relationship. And then we see the principle of authority in the church. So know this, that when you submit to the man of God, you're doing it as unto the Lord because the man of God is submitting to God. Now, I hear people say this all the time. Well, not all past. Well, let's not talk about everybody. Let's talk about how it was intended to be. Even though it's not going the way it's supposed to, let's just talk about how it's supposed to be. And here's how it's supposed to be. The authority has been given by God in, in every institution. Why? Because with authority, it protects your freedom. Are you with me? Watch this. He says, as Christ also is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives ought to be to their husbands in everything. See that? <clears throat> See what he says? The church submits to Christ. He uses it in the same context. He says, so also wives ought to be to their husbands in what things? It's not subject, selective submission. I'll talk about that later. Verse 25, he says, he says in verse 25, he says, husbands, love your wife just as, see that, just as, just as Christ also loved the church, and gave himself up for her. So the, the type of love that he's talking about there 
It's more of a sacrificial love. We find submission and now we find sacrificial love. Amen. And so he is the head. The husband is the head of the wife. He is the head over his home and over his children. God has given the husband the principle of authority. That's why if you don't feel like you can be under someone else's authority, you shouldn't be married. Amen. Especially, uh, you know, here's the thing. You can't get married and then want to not be under the authority that God has placed you under. And oftentimes, that's the reason why most marriages struggle because for some reason we feel like we're giving up something, you know? And then you have, you know, you have the husbands. This is why you should marry a believer. Because then the believer knows how to, how to handle that authority, not use it as abuse. Amen. But use it in love. See, see, because he says, even though the husband is the head, he says, you got to do it as in love. See, we always get that mixed up. See, he says, the husband is to love his wife. Amen. Verse 25, he says, 26, he says, so that you, that, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water, of water with the word that he might present himself the church in all her glory, having no spots or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. Verse 28. So husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. See, So authority, listen, we will never get, get rid of authority. Amen. And, 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 and listen to this. God has also put authority in the past. Go to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Amen. And, and, and listen, you, you may not agree with any of this. But it what it is, it's the word of God, right? Uh, and some, for some reason, the church has lost its way. The church has lost its respect for the man of God. Today, the man of God is not looked upon, amen, as someone set apart to do God's work. Amen. Because I find today that that. Everybody got an opinion. Amen. Everybody can read. Everybody can Google. Everybody can go on YouTube and everybody can go on Facebook and all these different theologies. But I say to you today that you need someone that you can submit to. Because without, if you and I, I have an authority figure over me. Amen. And without an authority figure, you can go renegade. Right? He says in verse uh, the pastor, as the over, overseer and, and, and teacher, has been placed where God wants him. Are you with me? Uh, he says in verse Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7, he says, Remember those who what? 
led you, who spoke the word of God to you, watch this, and what? Consider the results of their conduct. Imitate their faith. So, so the Hebrew writer is saying, listen, what we have to do is we need an example. And, and the example is in the pastor. Watch this. He says, do not be carried away by varied and strange teaching. For it is, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, through which those who were so occupied were not benefited. He says, we have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. And then he goes on and he talks about, you know, this sacrificial. He, he's talking about the Old Testament system, right? All right. And I want to jump down to verse 17. He says, obey your leaders and submit to them. Uh-huh. For they what? For they watch over your souls. Now let me stop here. It is a responsibility. This is, people want to pass to big churches. But the pastor is responsible for every soul. His job is to keep watch over your soul. Look what he says. And, and watch the responsibility, but look at the accountability. Watch the accountability. He says, and as those who will give an account. See that? As those who will give what? An account. In other words, God will hold the pastor accountable for your soul. So he has a responsibility. People get upset at the pastor because he may not say what you want to hear. Or, or people get tired. I don't need no church. I don't need no pastor. You're saying you don't want any authority or spiritual authority over your life. Someone who can watch over you and keep you from the dangers of the devil. Are you with me? Watch this. He says, and let them do this with joy. In other words, what he's saying is that the relationship that you have with the pastor should be a joyous one. Not when the pastor sees you like, oh, here he come again. Here he come again. He always wants something. He's all, or she's always needy. Always want. Now, there's nothing wrong with being needy, but here's the thing. At some point, you ought to be listening to the word of God. And then at some point, your problems should be coming less because you're learning how to problem solve. Hello, somebody. You're learning how to manage your resources. You're learning how to handle the relationships in your life. Why? Because the pastor is watching over you. To protect you and guide you so that you, here's what the problem is with most of us. We don't apply what we learn. Are you with me? Listen, the man of God has been given this responsibility. Watch this. He says, let them do this with joy and not with grief. 
for this would be unprofitable for you. Are you with me? Listen to this. God ordained this to be this way. And the principle of authority applies not just to the law, not just to parents, not just to society, but also it applies to the relationship between the people and the pastor. When a child obeys his parents, it is like obeying God. Remember this. God has invested the the authority in parents. So parents, when you don't discipline your child, uh uh-oh, you are not exercising correct authority that God has placed in you to rear that child up so that child can become a productive citizen. Everything starts at home. So if you keep letting the child get away with stuff, when that child goes out here in the world, into school, into the stores, come on, at the job, why do you think people lose jobs so much? Why do you think people, you know, grown folk act the way they do? Because at home there was no authority. And listen, and whenever you get too grown to handle the authority at home, then it's time for you to move out. Come on, say amen. It's time to stand on your own two feet and say, you know what? I can take care of myself, but watch this. But even when you leave, you have a job. So guess what? You have authority. When you jump in your car, amen, and you drive, you have authority. Wherever you go, you and I can never, we will never be without authority because God knew that man was so sinful that he needed something to keep him in line. And, and that's why it says, as unto the Lord. As unto the Lord means that, here's the first principle I should say. You have to make sure that you are a person who submits to God. If you and I don't have that principle down, that we are, that we know how to submit to God, that we yield our lives to Him, then it's impossible for us, a lot of us, a lot of people, not us, a lot of people are prideful. They don't want nobody. After you know, I'm grown. You know, you know, I don't need nobody tell me. I don't need. I don't need no pastor tell me. Why do you think most people don't go to church anymore? No I don't want him telling me what to do. I don't want him telling me this and te- no. You need someone to tell you something. Amen. Now your opinion counts, but if you if you don't respect the man, I keep saying I'm not your man. I'm your pastor. Amen. Are you hear me? Watch this. Oftentimes, saints, for some reason, the people of God forget, amen, what or where they came from and how the pastor preached life back into them. And then they get to a place 
when they become a little stronger, they say, oh, I don't need that no more. Saints, I don't think in this life you want to have a problem with the spiritual authority that God has placed over you. Just like uh, uh, God places the child, the parents over the child, and, and, and he obeys his parents in, in the place of the Lord. Literally, parents are the authority to the child in the place of God. And his word, watch this, until the child is old enough to be on their own, then the adult, then as an adult, he transfers that authority to others which are now over them. Are you with me? So, as I said earlier, your boss becomes your authority. Amen. All right? Listen to this. When a wife obeys her husband, as in the Lord, to obey to obey her husband is to obey as obedient to the Lord. The Lord is over the husband and the husband is over the wife. But but that is the that is the most complicated process and relationship I've ever seen. Why? Because if the man is not submitted to Christ, you know, you, you, you want to marry so bad, but you got to make sure that that man, his authority is Christ, that he has a pastor that he's not co-pastoring with. Hey, boy, I'm about to shout, but let me hold on with it. Amen. No, no, no. You're not co-pastoring with me. A pastor that you can submit to, listen to, and then go back and your wife will see Christ in you. And when your wife sees Christ in you, she will submit to you. Now, let's just say he's not a good leader. Let's just say you got in the flesh. (laughs) <laughs> and you saw all his muscles and stuff, you know. You, <laughs> you were more interested in the outside than in the inside. Let's just say he's just a bad leader. Just, just kind of like what's going on out here in the world, right? We got bad leadership out here. But it does not mean that you don't submit. Amen. I am with that. Right, and I'll, I'll I'll show you what I mean at, at ten o'clock. But watch this, watch this, no, watch this, watch this. Look look at look at First Peter chapter three verse one. Look at First Peter chapter First Peter chapter three verse one. He says, in the same way, see you don't you don't leave your husband. You you don't you don't get bucked the system. You don't get all arrogant and. And, and all, all of that, you don't say, I ain't listening to you because you can't lead me. No, if he's disobedient, God has a plan for him. Amen. Because you decided to marry him. Oh, Lord. Are you, are you with me? Watch this now. I'm talking about the principle of authority here. Watch this. And I'm concluding this and then we go on to something next, next week. We go on to something else. Look what he says. In the same way, right? Now remember what he's talking about. What is he talking about? 
the same submission and context to the governing authorities that he talks about here. The same submission that he talks about uh, to children, to parents. It's the same. That's why he says, in the same way, you wives. Now he's talking to the wives. He's already spoken to those who are in governing authority like the world. How we ought to submit as God's people. But now he says in the marriage relationship, just in case he ain't doing what he's supposed to do. He says, in the same way, you wives, be subject to your own husbands so that even if any of them are disobedient hmm, to the word, they may be one without a word. By what? By the behavior. I ain't getting no amens now. Watch it. Everybody slide. Everybody quiet now. Watch this. Uh, they may be one without a word. By the behavior of their wives. So if you act a fool and buck the system, guess what's going to happen? It's going to make it worse. But he says that you can win this man who's disobedient to the word by the way you carry yourself. Look what he says. He says, as they observe your what? Chaste. And respectful behavior. When you become disrespectful. Let's take it to any authority. When you become disrespectful to the man of God. When you become disrespectful to the police. Amen. When you get disrespectful to your boss. Disrespectful at. Yeah, come on now. Amen. Parents. When your children become disrespectful to you. See, you can't win them. This applies in the same way to every submission issue. You don't act up. You don't, you know, you don't, you don't trip out. You don't become disrespectful. You check your behavior. You, you stay respectful. Respectful. You don't say you're sorry, man. You're sorry, something. You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? I knew you wasn't nothing. Your mom wasn't nothing. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You, that, that's the kind of stuff. Some men are living under that kind of regime. Amen. They, they're living under that type of leadership right now. And it's tough on them. They're struggling. Because the wife feels like, I should be treated differently. You need to learn what authority means. Submit for the Lord's sake. Do it not for you, but for the Lord. He says, I got two minutes. He says, as they observe your respectful behavior. Same thing with children. Respectful behavior. Your adornment, he said, must not be merely external. You think that if you braid your hair and put on a new dress and smell good, he said, yeah, that's going to change them. He said, see, it's not your character outside. It's your character inside. And I'm applying it to the people and the pastor because here's the thing. You come in here in a new suit every week. Smile in my face 
but don't respect me. And that's the problem. He says, I must pastor you with joy. You can look the part. Oh, I wish I had somebody. You could look like a member, but be a wolf all along. Are you with me? He says, but let it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the what? In the sight of God. Now, let me say this. Again, we submit. People got all kinds of combinations, you know. They, they got all kinds of combos. Well, what if this and what? No, it's plain. Respectful behavior. You are in control of how you act. He says in verse 7, though, you husbands, in the same way. Now, if your prayers are being hindered for marital harmony, do you not know that your prayers will be hindered for pastoral harmony? Because he says, in the same way. Same way with submission. And so, as I, as I conclude, I want you to consider that God works on human level. On the human level. God uses people to bring the gospel to people. God uses people to lead people. He never commands us to follow our own inclination. Or our own will or our own desires. And this is why God has placed a pastor in your life. So that he can help you. So that he can guide you. He can lead you. But listen, Satan may try to make people think that their pastor has an ulterior motive. A personal agenda for teaching on this subject. Or on any other subject. Please remember. That this study. Is to prepare you. Because number one. Pastors are accountable to God. Number two. Problems come from many. Churches. Because there's a lack of teaching. In this area. Number three. Some of the sweetest relationships. In life can be between the pastor and the people. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory for the great things.